Downloads of this show are available on Podomatic.com and the Podomatic mobile app. Hey, it's Dr. Lisa, and it's time for Dr. Lisa Gives a Shit. My guests are laughing at me already. This is a good show, I can tell. So before we get to that, I just want to say thanks for listening. That's what I want to say, that I do give a shit about you. I'm thinking about you because it's the fucking holidays And, uh, you know, it's sort of that dance of like, this is so great. This is so depressing. This is so great. So just, you know, try not to have any expectations. You know, send me an email or something at Dr. Lisa Levy SP. You know, send me something if if I can help you in any way. I'll even send you a present if you feel like you didn't get enough presents. Whatever you want. (laughs) I'm here for you. Okay. Um. I want to give a shout out to Brabin Brewery, which is on Harrison Street. I should have the address in my head, but I don't. It's right near the L train, folks. They fucking rocked our Christmas party last Thursday, okay? They fucking rocked it. And you know what I was really impressed by? I was really impressed by the um, amount of hosts that showed up. I don't think I've ever seen as many hosts of our hosts in one room. And they wouldn't fucking shut up. Can you imagine a Christmas party filled with radio show hosts? It's not. It's entertaining. It was very entertaining. I had a blast. And uh, I love I love everyone at Bravin Brewery. I mean, the, the besides the fact that the beer and the food and everything was great, they were also, like, incredibly generous, giving everybody a, two free beers for RSVPing. And then they treated us really well besides... What the hell is going on? Um, and uh, just want to make sure that, you know, it, in the in the season of looking for tax, not looking like 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 our president looking for tax deductions, uh, go to RadioFreeBrooklyn.org. Donate, you know, give us a couple of bucks. Come on. We're doing all this for free. We don't get paid. We don't. We don't. Uh, anyway, so I want to tell you about the guests that I have today. These two. Um, beautiful young women. Oh my God. They're both wearing sparkly clothes. So I love sparkly clothes. Of they are. <laughs> and they look really age appropriate in them, unlike myself, who loves wearing sparkly clothes and looks like a crazy old lady in a sparkly outfit, which is fine. Cat's shaking her head. No, you always, you always rock it. Yeah. I, 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 I thrive on, I don't, I thrive on whatever people want to think about me. They can think. The sparkles help cover up your flaws. <laughs> oh, I like that. It's kind of like makeup. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, here's the thing that, um, so Kat Riles and Lauren Hirschfield, two young ladies I met over a year ago, two years ago, and they had just started this project. It's an art space called Paradise Palace. And... um I found it to be a fairly remarkable and unusual endeavor, especially from the young people. Uh, Kat's 30 now and Lauren's 27, mostly because it is a really interesting space where they show really, um, really good. The curation is great. Okay. So there are other, you know, curation is great. That's a given. But also the way they run the space is really interesting because they are like oddly savvy for young people, especially like they seem to really understand business and know how to run something well and how to promote something. They're um, 
Their their materials are bilingual. They have things for sale. But the way they explained it to me, I thought today would be a good way to let you guys know, is that they they want to run a, non-pro- a for-profit space, but in a way that's sort of helpful to artists. And they have this idea of starting off with selling, um, you know, artists, artists work, but to cultivate collectors where they sell, they start with a low, great work. Like I went on their site. You should go there. It's paradisepalace.com. Uh, but it's, uh, what is it? A C in the, yeah, you flip the C and the S and so par- dice, like, like a paradise, like, like a paradise. Like throwing dice. It's also on my, it's also on my, uh, Facebook page. But anyway, so they're really like, um, they're really fucking sharp. And uh, they know what good work is, but they're going to make, like, it's very exciting to see, you know, I mean, I can't even say, they've developed, but they started out from a pretty fucking good place. And they've gotten, like, some really good attention, stuff like that. Uh, We were, uh, we kind of reconnected recently because I went to Miami to cover Miami for the Bushwick Daily, and they were going down as kind of business women to uh mm-hmm. to uh you know um talk about what they're do you know talk about represent paradise palace which is really smart to be going down there and they have both have really strong backgrounds in uh understanding how to run non or run for run a business they are <laughs> business women <laughs> they're silly they're silly but they're uh, you know what i said to them i said if in a parallel universe I don't, I mean, I, I've been to their space a bunch of times. I enjoy them. And I said, in a parallel universe where we all had more time, we'd be really good friends. Yeah. So sure. anyway, I want you ladies uh, to uh, sum up what you do uh, where where I missed. And, you know, go ahead. You tell us about it a little bit. And tell us uh, a yep. little, and then we'll give me a little bit of each of your background. But tell us about the space first. Well, Lauren and I are like, uh, business women like Romy and Michelle of the art world. <laughs> Ooh, I like that. Biz ladies. Yeah. yeah. Um, well, I don't know. Do you want to start? Yeah. Um, I think that what you already said is great. And we talked about that just before mm-hmm. this. About... This is Lauren, by the way, folks. Hi. Lauren um, Hirschfield. Hirschfield, yes. Um, so. Yeah, no, you were talking about this idea of wanting to run the space uh, very much in a for-profit model and a for-profit scalability, but really with a lot of nonprofit um, considerations in mind, especially as it pertains to artists. Um, I think a lot of, you know, white box galleries, um, while they are there for artists and they represent artists, have been um, really supported by collectors and by dealers. And, you know, there's a really convoluted sort of conversation that happens around, you know, who's more important, blah, blah, blah. And sometimes it the feels hierarchy like the hierarchy. Yeah. yeah. And sometimes mm. like where, where mm. do artists land in that? And I think that we're really interested in bringing an artists artist. higher up on the yeah. food chain. Creating, <laughs> yeah. Well, just, okay. Yeah. I mean, we both come from art backgrounds. Kat's still very much a working artist. I have a background in fine art as well. And I think that really the, where this began and where it's going is for it to be artist forward and to really 
put them in the spotlight and create conversations to allow for accessibility. Well, you, well, you both have uh, worked in, um, you know, with big, big, big organ, bigger organization. You have <laughs> you had a lot of experience working um, in arts, arts administration and stuff like that before mm-hmm. you got started together. Right. Yeah. I know. Yeah. Uh, you, I met you at Auxiliary Projects, which is an amazing space run by two very well-known artists, Jen Dalton and Jen McCoy, right? Yep. So, um, and I've also worked at the Museum of Arts and Design. Um, I've worked at the Rubin Museum. I've worked with Arts Connection, which is a nonprofit for education. Um, and I've also just like done studio managing for artists. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, and, like. and Lauren, you have a lot of experience too. You worked for the... Yeah, I worked... Well, I'm with independent artists and curators for a bit. Um, that I had, art fair for I worked heads. with Foreheads, which is a really it's a really fantastic. I didn't know that was the name. Yeah, it's the number four heads plural one word. They're a really great nonprofit that runs the largest New York art fair um, yeah, on mean, Governor's Island. They kind of helped rebrand Governor's Island. They've been going now for ten, eleven years, and I worked with them for. The- Two or three. It was really great. The yeah. logistics on that are mind-bending to me. I know. It was amazing. <laughs> so, and they're super DIY and they're hustlers. And it was a really amazing experience. Not to get the sexy kind. <laughs> <laughs> so I mean, see, they're sexy, but yeah, with you life. guys, it's sexy. See, that's <laughs> what I'm, this is what I'm saying, folks. These guys are, are the real deal. They've got a, like a lot of experience. And part of what fascinates me is how they get along as a team because they always appear... They appear to get along, but I'll figure it out by the end of this hour. What's <laughs> yeah, happening here? No, but I mean, you guys are doing a very, um, I think, exciting project together that you are making it up as you go. And you've got mm. two separate individuals moving one ball forward. So uh, it's, mm. there must be, you must have learned a lot. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. But well, yeah. I also wanted to um, just hear from your points of view, like what, you're you're filling a hole. You're filling a spot spot in the art world that isn't filled, right? Right. Um, and so, what is that spot? I know I you were speaking about it before we got on air, and I want to hear you talk about that. Yeah, because I I think that our project sort of is um, born from the issues that we face, both mm-hmm. um, as artists and curators. Um, one being that you know um, audience engagement is an issue for me. Um, I was just saying that. You know, if you talk to any average person, they're buying books, they're, you know, watching TV, they're watching movies, they're going to concerts, but like maybe the average person can't even name a contemporary artist. And that's a problem for me. Um, As an artist, I'm making work because I want people to interact with it and not just art world Mm -hmm. people. Mm -hmm. And coming from a museum education background, too, that was always a big problem to solve, too. How do we engage audiences and um, welcome them into the space, make them care Mm -hmm. about art? Um, so that's like when we're talking about the for-profit, nonprofit model, we're thinking about um, using the nonprofit model in terms of audience accessibility, but then we want to use the for-profit model to benefit the artist. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. So um, would you say then that it's enga- you're talking a lot about how to get people engaged in art, that it's mm-hmm. not yeah. talking to artists, right? Mm-hmm. What do you think the biggest obstacle is? For, what do you, why, do, why don't people engage in art? Um, well, I think people think it's uh, like elitist. Or- I, think it's not, I think a lot of people don't think it's quote unquote for them. And I think yeah. that was a really big reason behind why I never wanted to participate in that, you know, standard white box 
gallery model, you know, granted there's so many versions of that and there's so much gray area between that and your classic nonprofit. But um, yeah, I think that is a really big barrier to entry is people just not being properly educated about about right. all of the art that's available to them. And that's a really big thing that I want to try and change. So, so you guys are really trying to get to reach out to the public, which is awesome. I totally am so on more than on board. I'm not. Yeah, I am so with you on that. And I think a lot of a lot of people are that uh, a lot of people I think there's some artists that aren't. But I, well, yeah, and I think some, it's, there's not enough of it. There yeah. should be all mm-hmm. it should be all art should be like that. There's not enough of it. But anyway, because I go to museums and I'm like, what's that show? Oh, God, I don't know, at the Guggenheim. And I was like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> you know, like, I don't get this. This doesn't so boring. You well, know, I think it's like trying to introduce um, the arts to people in familiar terms. Yeah. So like people can understand buying cool retail items mm-hmm. um, like apparel or home decor. Um, people can understand, like we mentioned, I mentioned movies before. So maybe we can somehow bring artists into um, a, a conversation around television and, and movies that also highlights their work as an artist mm-hmm. and starts a conversation mm-hmm. with the public. Mm-hmm. Um, or maybe we're bringing people, um, people like crafting and they like beer and breweries so we can have insert an artist there to talk about their work and then lead a session um, that's about mm-hmm. crafting and breweries. And stuff. Mm-hmm. There's just, just trying to take an approach of mm-hmm. what people are already into and how do we merge that with the arts. So yeah. I'm going to say that, um, that you guys have a bigger vi- like what you're doing is I mean if you guys haven't list you listeners you people out there uh, whatever you're you people out there are you driving cars or like I don't know what you're doing picking your nose that's <laughs> so, what I'm doing uh, no you're not I can see you I can't see them God knows so anyway um, the thing is is that um, that they have a beautiful space um, it's a little bit far out it's not like a very uh, in Bushwick but mm-hmm. but Clearly in Bushwick, if you go to Bushwick, it's that right there. Right off the J. And um, so it's a, well, it's a basement, but it's a really like, it doesn't, it's a very bright, um, it's actually a really good size space. It's not, sometimes Mm -hmm. spaces that are really, really big, if you're um, a uh, emerging artist, like it's, you can't do a good job in a huge space. Yeah. So, um, you know, and it, forces everybody to be really fussy about what they put in there and, mm-hmm. and it's bigger than a lot of spaces it's not a small space so anyway the space is great i mean what what i'm trying to say is you, what you guys are doing great but i'm guessing that this is the first uh long-term project but that there will be there's a whole it's the it's a start for you i'm mm-hmm. thinking is yeah. it do you feel like it's a i mean it, you it's it's doesn't feel like a start because it's so substantial but we feel like we've been doing this for a hundred years. Oh, now. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it, it's been what almost two now. Yeah, um, very close. Yeah, yeah. I bet it. Yeah, the, the, we love the space that we're in, and it's been really an amazing opportunity to have that space and to do as much as possible in that space. But I think it's like our, a launch pad. More it's than a launch anything. pad. We mm-hmm. have so many ideas. Yeah, that's that we what spend I'm saying. Hours talking about, and yeah. we can only do so much in the space that we have. And at some point, we're hoping to move into a larger, more permanent space that, you know, maybe has more visibility. It's a proper storefront. More formal. Yeah, and it just gives mm-hmm. us the Where the we can freedom. engage the community better. Yeah, it gives us the freedom to really 
um, mm-hmm. bring to life mm-hmm. all of these ideas mm-hmm. that we have. So yeah, because I get the impression from seeing your shows and and knowing you guys as well as I do, I or, which is medium well, sort of well. <laughs> I don't know. The sense I get from you guys is that um, you're really you're you're these these ladies are smart and ambitious. Smart and ambitious. We told her to say that. Mm -hmm. Some galleries, you know, you go in and you're like, that's, this is what it's going to be forever. And with you guys, I don't feel like that at all. I feel like, because, and you keep um, exploring new programming. Mm -hmm. Like you said, you're going to be doing a film series now. Is that new? It's not new. It's just um, getting, I hadn't heard of it. Getting a revamp. (laughs) Well, I think that's part of the thing is we started in our space at the beginning of last year um, with a lot of artist friends that we had um, and people in the community. Um, And it was really fun, but definitely was a learning experience trying to figure out the best version of it. And so we're really excited to relaunch it next year. It's called Artist Curated Cinema. We're relaunching it next year in partnership with Bizarre Bar in Bushwick. Oh, wonderful. Yeah, right off the oh, that's Myrtle Broadway smart. Drive. See how smart that is? They got Bizarre Bar <laughs> Very involved. clever. Was that your idea? That was all Cat, yeah. actually, was well, Bizarre Bar. You, but you initiate See, this is what you guys, this is what I want you guys to take away. <laughs> Get up your ass and make something happen. You make know? it happen. Yeah. You don't need, like, a lot of backing or anything. There's well, all these resources. Yeah, there are. And I, I think mean, it didn't cost you anything to partner with Bizarre. No, I mean, it was a really perfect um, partnership, honestly. And Jean, who's one of the owners, is a filmmaker himself. Mm-hmm. And I think he was really excited mm-hmm. about the opportunity to host a program like this in his space. And also bring like more visual artists into the space mm-hmm. as yeah, well. They do they a lot had... of performance and yes. they love it and it, they do really well. But I think that he was excited to hear about bringing in a more film forward program. Well, so. they're also, um, they've also had a ton of success with Meryl Meisler. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, they, so, uh, they're, they they're being good at bizarre, it. Not us, although we would love to work with her. What? Yeah. <laughs> what, what would you say? I said, they being bizarre, not us. Oh, <laughs> although yeah, we'd love yeah. to work with well, her. Well, <laughs> I'll set that up for you. Okay. Really. Okay. Yeah. Let's do it. I will. Uh, Meryl. Meryl's great. Uh, Meryl, if you're listening, yeah, if you're love listening. you. Hi. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, next year we're really trying to get more visibility out in the community mm-hmm. and um, grow our community and find out more what our community wants. Like we can sit around thinking about like, what do we think people want? But it may be what I like and I might be just be a weirdo. Uh-huh. Right. So I um, think yeah. that's a big thing. Like we'll spend <laughs> well, you so are long weird. I know. <laughs> She's got bright pink hair, folks. Like, kind of like a troll doll. <laughs> it reminds me of my favorite. I'm a sexy troll doll. It reminds me of my favorite troll doll when I was a girl. I was, like, I'm going to want to braid your hair out. Actually, will you braid my hair? <laughs> I would love to. Souvenirs. I'm play, play with your hair. Maybe I can get in. Never mind. Cat, cat's favorite place is Las Vegas. So. Yeah. <laughs> so. Um, so I want to hear about, like, how you guys, the conversation that, got you going into this uh rabbit hole that you're in now oh lord uh, it definitely was so a- you met you met through through the arts yeah mm-hmm. foreheads began our professional romance mm-hmm. uh-huh. how do you describe it we often are uh viewed as an old married couple that's our working relationship yeah. there's a lot of bickering and well you never told me that yeah. and then <laughs> you're like yes you did and then the receipts 
<laughs> yeah, and a lot of stubbornness. But then eventually we both uh, come together and end up compromising and agreeing on a yeah. solution and yeah. moving forward. And based on mutual respect, because that's the yes. only way that works in yeah, any relationship. I a lot. Yeah, She's that's the only it. way it works. Mm-hmm. Um, so how did you guys? You were like, hey, let's let's start let's start a gallery. It, was, it really was kind of so fast though. I twenty sixteen. I was still working with foreheads and I think I had just sort of quieted down with them, but had started doing more independent curation, which is something that I'd been thinking about for a while was working with art helix and shim, which is another really great space, um, and program. And, um, uh, was looking for artists for a couple of group shows and decided to look back to past foreheads artists to get some inspiration and remembered that Kat had shown with them and we never formally met then, but I knew about her work cause I was working. So, with that, so. so you met through that. And yeah. Did you sit down? Like how did, who, long story who, short, we just like during the opening of the show, she curated my work into, we started just launching yapping. into all, yeah, just all these ideas about, Oh, I don't like this about the art world, this, this, this. And I would love to start a project like X, Y, and Z. And then and we were like, like Oh, we should go get a drink. And like, chat so and, you guys kind of realized right away that you had the philosophy the similar similar point of view and that you, very, and yeah, that you both like knew that you were ambitious and crazy and crazy <laughs> and had yeah. too many ideas right right <laughs> three hours just non-stop talking at the bar and we're like this is gonna be a thing yeah this, and, and then within we, six months we launched yeah space. we like came up with several ideas and decided which one was the best idea, I guess, or would be the most viable. And then we just got to work on it. Mm-hmm. And we didn't really know each other, but uh, I guess we vibed well enough together. Yeah, pretty we meshed quickly. well. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, here we are. We're like BFFs now. You know, you never... You never yeah. know how it's going to go. Yeah. Yeah. And I yeah. practically live there and her husband. We just went on a cruise together. <laughs> they did. So here's the thing. This is so weird. So like I said, I, I recently uh, reconnected with these guys because they were in Miami and I was in Miami. So I was reporting for the Bushwick Daily. I'm an old lady. I'm married and I'm old. So I, I was also really busy running around and stupid shit. And uh, I thought, well, these to i know cat cat troll dolls probably getting hit on the other (laughs) (laughs) no cat cat is married to a psychiatrist a doctor yeah a doctor he's nice and uh he's a lot of fun how old were you when you got married um 27 but i met him when i was we started dating when i was 19 that's ridiculous. I know. It's so <laughs> stupid. It's because I'm from Arkansas. There's only like three people Was there. he from Arkansas? Too? <laughs> yeah. Yes. Oh. You could ask me too. I know and the whole La- Lauren, Lauren is single. Uh, yeah. She's our autobiography. <laughs> She's- so, well, I mean, one of the, Lauren is six, one? Six, one. I'm a six, two. And Kat yeah. is. Comically five, five two. <laughs> See, Kat would look, you, your guys are look funny together only because <laughs> you're not really short. Cat's not really short. It's just that next to, to Lauren, anybody looks mm-hmm. short. I am quite tall. It's so, true. so it's, they, they are, they are quite, quite, a, quite an adorable pair. We've decided we're going to be um, twins for Halloween next year. <laughs> like I'm going to be, no, you're going to be Danny DeVito. <laughs> I'm going to be Danny DeVito. <laughs> so anyway, we're going to switch it up, you know, even though Cat was, you know, uh, without her husband, you know, um, I figured like the two of them would get, would like there'd be some sexy stories or parties or some kind of wild Miami, stuff yeah. that I could be talking about in my column about Miami for the Bushwick Daily. And every time I tried to get them to send me a photo or so, 
It's like it was all serious. They were very they're serious and ambitious. Mm-hmm. Like I asked for a photo and I get a picture of Lauren on a panel at a super <laughs> fine. I mean, that's not fun. I, we barely took pics, honestly. Were, I you, took like were you in the audience? I was you, in the audience. I was her pageant mom. I was like, say small words and smile. <laughs> <laughs> she, was, she was. I looked over and she'd I be figured. like mouthing words to me. <laughs> I figured. I figured. Kat took a lot of photos of me. I'm terrible at taking photos. I like am so in the moment that I don't think about Oh, yeah, I don't like it. And then either. I'll look back That's and I'm like, says. I took five photos. And then, like, half of them are just like so, random pictures. So, of seriously, stuff. guys, you didn't get hit on by anybody in Miami? I mean, yeah. I don't believe you I know. did. Yeah, for sure. A couple Cat's of times. shaking her head. No. No. Not in Miami, but on the on the cruise, you did. On the cruise, this guy who looked like, um, you know, in Big and Tom Hanks, whenever he shrinks back and, <laughs> and he's got the, the suit, business suit on, <laughs> this boy who is maybe like 23 wearing a suit. At the bar, yeah. On a cruise, on a cruise. <laughs> that <laughs> means you, can you can't get get away from them. Was, was so? What was that like? He was hitting um, on you. I was like, "Oh, bless your heart, honey. I'm married." And then and, uh, like, and that was it. it. <laughs> and yeah, and then I walked off. So, Lauren, isn't it? Do you think it's good having Kat as like a wingman because she's married? Like she's off the table. She's. She's good, but she's also like, I mean, she's been dating someone she was 19. Like, she never had to use a dating app. So oh, no. she, uh, so she like doesn't even, she, she tried to like get me to have this cruise husband. And I'm like, listen, I'm not going to meet anybody on this cruise. <laughs> like, he had a mustache. We saw him. Oh, we did meet that one guy. He was really cute. Yeah, he was with a bunch bingo. of his friends at Bingo. Yeah. We went so, to Bingo on a cruise. <laughs> <laughs> that's so lovely. See, that's what I'm saying. They're really like serious, ambitious women. They didn't even like Well, yeah, well, no, there, there was that one guy we met in Miami. He, I, I swear to God, I thought he was following me. We were at this party. Oh, I'm just remembering this oh. now. Oh my God. I just, I just remembered this. <laughs> See, this is what they didn't send me the this photos is, of. No, this guy. All right. Well, I'm sorry. Do you Go want me ahead. to give you a quick story? I do. Okay. We were at this, <laughs> we were at this party at one of the hotels in South Beach and it was like a pop up or something. And I remember. Um, walking around and all of a sudden out of the corner of my eye, I saw this guy like staring me down and I was like, whatever, I'm not going to engage this. And Kat and I are walking around. We decide to leave. And the entire time I'm like walking through this space to try to exit. I keep seeing him in the back of like in my periphery. And I'm like, this guy is like five paces behind me right now the whole time. And sure enough, mm. we walk out of the entrance, but it's like an outdoor space. So we're on this sort of patio. And he comes right outside, and I totally confronted him. I was like, hi, can I help you? You're literally following me right now. Oh, my God. And he was this older man in a suit, and he looked uh-huh. really great. but was French. He was very French. Mm-hmm. Yes, very, very French. French. Um, and we ended up chatting, and it was ended up, long story short, it was fine, and we found out that he was a gallery owner, and he owned multiple places, blah, blah, blah. Wow. But he said, Lauren will go on a date with you if you show Kat's work in your gallery. Did you say that? Did you, Did you say that? Me out? I mean, in so many words, you don't. Remember. You said that, Lauren. <laughs> I don't remember. Saying I love that. that. So she's that kinda, sounds like something I would say. So, that. so you're you're Kat's wingman then. I guess <laughs> I'm kind of like her. I'm kind of like, yeah. I'm apparently her her representative. Yeah. <laughs> he did like her work though. Yeah, he of course. I never yeah. heard from him. Mm-hmm. Uh, neither did. <laughs> well, Lauren, that's on you. Now. He did, actually he did text me back. He just texted the next day. Hello. <laughs> I didn't know. So, so, did, so, did you guys hit on you in Miami at the art fairs or what? What's that was it like? About, being, that was literally that about was it. it. That, was a, yeah. that was it. Did yeah. you go to a lot of parties? I didn't go to very many parties this year. No. You had the press pass. I saw those pics. You were very official. 
I had a, I, had a, I, had, I did. I had a press pass, but what happened was I just wound up like I went. I I wound up scoring up my whole schedule, frankly, and missed missed some parties. There's but so much, you know. There's too it, much to do, and you know what? It was really nice. I wound up like I wound up taking two like five mile hikes from oh wow because Collins to uh to uh, Winwood. Yeah. Oh my gosh! Yeah, okay. which was like the highlight of my trip. I had to get an ankle brace. Like that's the other thing about Lauren. What? I had oh to get an God. ankle brace. Why? Is that I? I well, <laughs> I twisted my foot out stepping Seriously? off of a curb outside of Burger King on the first night. Three hours, <laughs> three hours into our adventure, and Kat twists her ankle. Really? Yeah. It got so swollen. She had to get an ankle oh brace from God. the See, but this is the problem for Lauren's love love life is that I age her like 10 years because just I have been around. with somebody for so long. I'm like, oh, I don't want to go to this party. Can I just sit down? Oh, and like, she's oh. like, no, get up and, you know. And oh, was pretty, I yeah. feel like I was pretty I'm like, good, though. I'm like, I just want to go lay under my weighted blanket and stay in and watch movies. And you Does know. Lauren get meet a lot of guys, though? She's outgoing and attractive and all that. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Yeah. Kat's, Kat's met a few guys that I've, quote yeah. unquote, dated. Yeah. They're all cute. They're time. all tall. Oh, pretty, yeah. They're pretty tall. She's, she's got, um, yeah, she's got very specific standards because if they're not, they don't meet a height requirement, then they're off. Like, so well, she <laughs> won't, she won't wait. You know what? Let me get this station ID out of the way and I want to follow up on that. <laughs> so, uh, so anyway, uh, guys, I got to do the station ID. But you know what? I want you to know that I'm I'm talking with these two amazing uh, women. Uh, one of them ha- happens to be single, it turns out. Uh, the tall one, the tall one. So uh, make sure you get, you go to paradisepalace.com. Uh, That's P. With a S in the paradise and a C in the palace. Opposite. Opposite. It's on my Facebook page. But you know what? I, um, do you know what? Speaking of programs, we're doing an after school program, folks. Radio Free Brooklyn is doing this amazing after school program, uh, for local teenagers to learn media literacy. It, it was on Channel 12, Brooklyn Local News, and now they've got so many kids that want to sign up. So what you should do is go to RadioFreeBrooklyn.org slash after school and uh, donate some tax deductible money and try to um, like help, you know, teenagers do something worthwhile, unlike you who wound up in your basement. So <laughs> I love News 12. It's as local yeah, as local gets. They, yeah. really, they put some they really great, great stuff job. up there. Okay. So, so, so. Cat Lauren has a uh, a height requirement. Yeah, <laughs> how tall does the guy we have to be? How tall does he have to be? Um, I, I mean, it's funny because I like it's not like I'm not going to date someone shorter than me, but I can't date someone that's like five eight. What's six? So, I'm six one. No, I I've get had, it. I've had very interesting conversations about this with friends of mine who um, are tall ish. People that are like very into taller women, and it goes back and forth. But but yeah, I just I'm gonna put my foot so, down so ha- i can't so Lauren, have you had a long-term relationship um i had i dated someone for about a year in college that's a long-term relationship that's about as long as it gets for me yeah it's it's what very, about me i guess <laughs> yes cat cat and well, i have been dating for two see, years this it's is, also it's also really hard like okay so it's nice I'm for really me, ambitious like i'm really being, like, career driven right now we consider ourselves entrepreneurs like me both as an yeah. artist and running a business yeah you are and it's a lot of work like this is our life all the time mm-hmm. and that makes it really difficult for like lauren if she's single to actually be balancing dates 
and running this mm-hmm. business. I mean, I so can't do, do it. Think, I feel like I can't do well, it. Well, it's, it's about being um, clever and, yeah. you know, utilizing our events if you can to start, you know. To, yeah, I'm so going to say Lauren's a little intimidating to guys because she's smart, ambitious, tall, and attractive. And yeah, I think I that some guys are. Oh, I was just going to mention she got a couple of dates out of our open call show over the summer. <laughs> she did. What yeah, happened? She started there? using that as a dating as service. A dating, <laughs> we were joking about it, but it actually came true. I, I ended up going on a couple of dates with some guys from our open call. I like that open call instead of a dating app. Make it a local. Make it a. Uh... <laughs> our open call was actually a really awesome thing. Like yeah, we really had wonderful. over a hundred applications, and it was a really fun opportunity to meet. A lot of wonderful artists that were actually most of them were based in Brooklyn. So that was really fun. People that were two blocks away from our So you just did studio visits? Is that how you met them? No, we had an open call. Where people came with their portfolios? We posted online. We posted posted online. online. But it was when people came to deliver the work. And then Uh, we had like a crit night that some people came uh, to. We had some programs that the the people who applied, they started coming to our events. And then obviously I also stalked them on Instagram. Okay, so so this is... (laughs) This is so okay. So here, 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 here's okay. Here, I'm gonna make a theory. I'm gonna, I'm gonna test this, this thesis here. <laughs> so, or, or at least like try, see if I can like dig in here. So I'm gonna say that cat because I, I've been married for uh, eight years now, and I, I know how hard that is. So I'm gonna say that cat uh, has knows how to have a intimate relationship and really compromise do you yes. think that's true like, yes mm-hmm. and i'm gonna say lauren you're more uh free free spirit free spirit's horrible term but you're 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 not gonna do that kind of compromise well i think that i mean that cat can also give her two cents about this i try my best to to see both sides of things and but I recognize that I can be a bit headstrong and stubborn and particular, especially with things that I'm really, really um, passionate about. But yeah, it's been a learning process having to work so closely with another person. I think that, mm-hmm. you know, Kat has had a lot of patience. I've had a lot of patience too. And we've figured out to an extent how we can work best together. Yeah, but I, mean, I think that's you've a, worked it out, obviously. But I think you're not too far off. But Lauren, where are you from? Connecticut. Okay. So, see, Kat got a guy in Arkansas. Simple life. And that's what it is. Because guys in Arkansas, they're not thinking, like, where? what town in Connecticut? Um, I'm from outside New Haven. Yeah. Well, so, you know, that's an urban area. And where 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 Kat was, they had, like, five guys. They had, like, a guy that, you know, wasn't using a plow that... <laughs> There was one was smart guy, and I found him. Yeah, it was Real different. Real and women. he's living a wild life. He yeah. didn't, you know, he's not uh, working, and he, he's not like having like a billion kids and living in Arkansas anymore, right? Is that right, Kat? Do you yeah. think that's part of it? He's more anti-family having kids than like I even would be. He's like, no, I definitely just want to like. He never wants kids. He doesn't. Well, it's more I'm Ooh, calling him out yeah, right now. No, no, yeah, it'd be like well, more yeah. twisting his arm. He's enjoying yeah. his New York life with um, hanging around with artists and art crowds. And his he, sister wife. Yeah, his so he calls Lauren. That's a really sister yeah. Wife. He calls her his like si- his sister wife. That's where we're at. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, he his father was an artist and a high school teacher and so i think it just kind of 
like made sense that he would fall in love with somebody who's an artist. And he had told me his like ambition had been to like maybe one day open a gallery and collect artwork. So he's kind of living vicariously through us. So it mm-hmm. works out pretty well for he us. He really There's is not an a lot amazing of... support system. Though. Yeah. yeah. And he's a psychiatrist, a doctor. Yeah. How did you land a doctor from Arkansas? Um. So my brother was in med school with him and it was uh, his friend. And then your I... brother's a doctor too? Yeah. And your dad. No, my dad. Yeah. And your dad's a doctor? And then I was like, I'll go be an artist. Bye. <laughs> then oh I'll marry a doctor. God. Don't worry. And you marry. Oh my God. Wow. Yep. Um, but but, but, my but brother's friend. But Lauren yeah. hasn't. Ha- how come you 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 haven't had a really long term relationship? No. See, well, I, she's twenty seven. So you'd think that you she would have. What do you think? It. What do you think it is, Cat? Why hasn't Lauren had a long term relationship? Only Cat. She's a witch, you know. So she knows uh, this thing. Yeah, I was told recently during a, a reading that I'm a witch. Um, I believe it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, you got the hair for it. <laughs> I I think it's just like a. a a shit pool of dudes out in New York, you know, if like everybody's just going from apps and if you're really busy and you're not really out all the time, it's just like, like I didn't you can't even use dating high- apps for like six months. I was just like, I don't, this isn't working for me and I don't have the time to dedicate to this. But right I, I also think that it's having, finding somebody who has the same sense of humor as you is no, exactly key. This. Cause I have a really strange sense of humor. Blake does too. So do you. And do so I? if you, yes, <laughs> Yes. And if you were with just with some guy who's like nice and he's cute and he has a good you're going to get bored with that anyway. That's true. And so it's not going to be a good match. So, Lauren, have you Problem learned solved. anything about how to make a relationship work well from watching? Well, in your experience, you guys must have learned a lot. But do you think from uh, Kat and her husband, anything you can share with me? Because I kind of suck at it. <laughs> I don't know. They, do mean, they get along well? What do you think get of along- their relationship? It's um, they do really love each other. It's really sweet, mm-hmm. and they really they have a lot of nonverbal communication that they just like both understand mm-hmm. uh, about each other a lot. So I don't know, Blake. I don't. I don't even know. I don't know how to. I don't know. I don't know what to <laughs> do say. Do you to see that. them arguing sometimes? Yeah, yeah, but not really that much. No, I think that they've been together for so long you know and they've built that there used to be up. a lot of arguing and fighting and now we're kind of like oh we're happy but you had a long distance relationship because he was in school and you guys were in you were in school different places that's what, yeah when we first met uh that's the key don't be close to your partner for like five years i'm, with, I'm there the i'm there i'm with you on that i'm with you <laughs> yeah on that. i met him when i was still in college and he was in med school and i was in savannah georgia and he was in arkansas and we dated long distance for two years oh two years and then um, we when we both you know graduated we moved in together in nashville and survived nashville for three years and then moved to new york yeah i don't like nashville so Um, you you obviously wanted to move to new york for your art career yeah we both did he always wanted to move to new york Uh, but i convinced him to move to nashville first so that we could like have a chill time i guess before diving into oh that's smart so you're sensible i i think so but i also think it hurt me in the end because i couldn't find any jobs in the arts when i was in nashville and so i didn't do anything i worked at an it department and a car dealership like that was awful that must have been hard oh my god it was something can you imagine could not write a tv show about it (laughs) (laughs) there's another idea you haven't seen that show it's called the it crowd 
Yeah, but is it based in a car dealership in Franklin, Tennessee? Oh, it's been done. No, is but there is a there is a show about an IT department that like sits in the basement it's of some building. Yeah. So you guys must funny. have had effects on each other. And mostly, I mean, from my point of view, I think you guys uh, to find somebody you can really partner with and make something happen is like huge. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> huge. So you guys must have really learned a lot from each other and stuff like that and influence each other. So mm-hmm. let's hear about that. What do you think? Uh, Kat, go ahead. Tell us how Lauren's influenced you, what you learned from her. Okay. Um, I think she's helped me to get out of my shell a little bit more and be more fun and sociable. Hmm. Mm. Nothing yeah. professional related. Take note of that. <laughs> no, it is. It's like having no watching her work a crowd um, has given me the confidence that I can do that too. Ah, and ah. her like I'll go through all of my anxieties when we're interacting with someone, and she'll be like, "No, it was fine. Like you were fine." Oh, so you me. have social anxiety. I have mad social anxiety. Yeah, it's so funny that you say that because, and maybe it really has been you finding more comfort in it, work like being with me, but like. You say that, but then when we're out, she's so great at talking to people. Yeah, I wouldn't, I wouldn't think, I wouldn't think oh, yeah. of it. I wouldn't see Kat having that, but I could see like having you as a wingman would make me comfortable with people. Thanks. Like Lauren, yeah. it's Lauren. I, um, I do like okay. to think that I'm really good with people. You are really she good. Really good. Yeah, you. you, 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 you don't seem, you seem unjudgy, like completely unjudgy. Oh, don't, I can judge people really hard for sure, but I try not to. I'm, my like I'm not my standard yeah my standard is not to be a judgmental sort of yeah, person yeah but like you know like you come off as like hey everybody's great we're having a great time yeah are def- you an extrovert i think that i'm an extroverted introvert what i you- have that it's where you're are we the same thing it's a public uh introvert private extrovert so when yeah. you're around people you're comfortable with, I'm like off the walls, taking off my shirt, yelling. And then when I'm in public, I'm like, please, God, nobody make eye contact See, we're, with me. I think it's a little bit different between the two of us. but def- So the way that I like to think of it is I like to be social and I like to be in group settings and like meeting. I like to meet new people, which mm-hmm. is really fun. And that's taken me a bit to really um, embrace that. But I definitely need alone time to recharge which is very much um indicative of introverted people they they have an excess of energy if you will that extroverts thrive off of and so introverts when they're in public and social settings um get depleted of that because extroverts pull that out of them and so they have to go back into their private space to sort of recharge if you will Mm -hmm. extroverts are constantly seeking that to fill the void that they don't have which is why they're always wanting to be around people right so i'm a strange sort of so you guys yeah i think i'm more like you lauren actually so um what was i going to say i was thinking about how so uh so do you like to be alone a lot that's what i wanted to ask you maybe that's partly why you i mean you're only 27 don't get involved don't you think 27 year old guys aren't ready to sell here's the interesting thing though is that i'm a very codependent person like i've always had a best friend i've been with my partner for over 10 years or 10 years now and like lauren is very much going you know by the beat of her bongos she's very independent (laughs) She's very independent. Um, it even happened on the cruise. I'd be like, don't go anywhere without me. And she'd be like, I just want to walk around for 30 minutes without you. God. Uh, <laughs> it was literally just like wanting to go. Get, I was like, Kat, I'm going to just go get a coffee and I'll be right back. And then I came back and she's like, you ditched me. I was like, wow. <laughs> I, was like, I went to get coffee. <laughs> 
But, wow. Um, so, I mean, I, I am very independent. But you know true. what? You know what? There is something really endearing and co- comforting about somebody who says that to you where they really, they're like, where did you go? Because usually, you know, it makes you feel confident with them, right? Yeah. It makes you feel like wanted and that what yeah, you're doing is really like positive. That. Yeah. yeah right. No, it's, I agree, though. It's, I mean, I, I really enjoy all of the time that Ken and I spent together and it's, it's been a lot of time. Yeah. And also, she's married. So it's, she's not your problem no matter what at the end of the day, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I guess so. Yeah. So fair. what have you learned from Kat or how has Kat influenced you, Lauren? Um, Kat's really brilliant. She's really smart and she's extremely ambitious and very passionate about things that she cares Mm -hmm. about. And she, it's very, um, it's very, what's the word I'm looking for? Contagious. It's very contagious when you're around her. She, Mm -hmm. and when we're together, I feel, I feel the same. Like it's contagious. Me and you can just go on forever with, yeah. Yeah, all the ideas and yeah, I just feel really productive when I work with Uh her because she's. I'm getting a call. Look at this. Someone's calling in. Getting a call. Okay. Can we put it in the radio? Yeah. Hello. Hello. Affordable health insurance plan from an A-rated insurer. Wow. (laughs) Wow. That's awesome. (laughs) Thank you for calling. That wasn't even a human. That wasn't. At least that was it about wasn't. Home, homeowners least, insurance? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. At least they're listening. How do they get this number? <laughs> I think we I think the three of us together must have channeled that somehow. But yeah. that was wild. It. So I, I think the one fear that I have with Lauren is because she is single and I see her as sort of like a restless person as like um like you also are very ambitious, ambitious and have lots of ideas. Closer and, to the mic. Please. Oh, she's very ambitious and has lots of ideas and she gets bored easily. And so I always have this fear that one week she's going to come to work and then be like, oh, I'm I'm doing this other project now or I don't want to do this uh, anymore. You're afraid of getting dumped. I'm afraid um, of getting dumped. And I also like, you know, yeah, I think that can also be playing back into Lauren's love life, too, is like it's hard to like stick to one, but I think for her sticking with me and also over the last year of seeing her learn to compromise more and more and be more comfortable with that, I think it's better to like learn that with me than like with going See, through I multiple think you dudes. Guys, I think you guys are good for each other that way because my guess is that um, uh, L- L- Lauren, uh, I think you guys, I think Kat, you sound like I'm guessing, I'm guessing it seems like, you know, you might be from a divorced family or no, is there some no. no is there something in where you didn't feel like your parents weren't going to be around or somebody no. wasn't going to take care of you no it's probably just a past life thing <laughs> no it's probably me uh, it's probably my lack of training as a shrink <laughs> <laughs> so ha- have you always been like that though you like to have a solid person there yeah wingman yeah or or like i think it more stems back into the social anxiety thing yeah. to have like that comfort that buddy. Oh, uh, you yeah, just like to have buddy. a buddy. You don't like to, and you don't have to be the star. No, but, but you, but you are sometimes. You I mean, you can whether be, I like but, it or not. But you, but you like you just want to have the buddy. You don't want to have like some people would be like, I don't care if I have a buddy or not. I just want everybody to notice me. You know what I mean? Some people there's a certain uh, maturity that I don't have uh, <laughs> that you both have. Either maturity that i don't have i couldn't i don't know if i could have a partner like that but a work partner but anyway the thing is is that uh you know you you want you want to have that person and 
that's a good thing and you know what you you're willing to like not have it be all about you in order yeah. to have you're willing to make i mean in any relationship you have to make a sacrifice whereas lauren you're like happy on your own yeah i've i've been pretty much by my by myself for a while i've always lived with people like i have a roommate and he and i are really close and i've known him for a long time yeah. but um, she has way more friends than i do it's funny that because i think about this a lot i know a lot of people but I wouldn't call I wouldn't call a lot of people good friends. And I think that's it I was thinking about this the other day actually, and I'm so grateful that Kat and I have gotten so close because I'm one of those people that ha- only really has a few people that I that I hold really dearly to me as friends mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that I would call upon to like spend time with outside of certain mm-hmm. social circles. And I've tried to be better about keeping in touch with people, but like Kat and I just really click in a lot of ways and I'm so grateful for that. You know, especially as I've gotten older and my, one of my friends moved mm-hmm. away recently. She had a baby, you know, and, and mm-hmm. my roommate and I are really close, but he does his own thing now. I do my own thing now. So, um, mm-hmm. I don't but, know uh, going but, that, but, but also lear- learning how to have a consistent relationship yeah. with Kat is going to be a good, uh, it's going to be good practice for you when you finally are ready. You're young. You yeah. Know? Kat says that I'm going to get married when I'm 32. We'll see. Oh, happens. no, don't do that. That's way too <laughs> young. Don't do it. It's way too young. No, but you know what I mean? Like, you're in no rush, and you actually have a consistent relationship with cats. So yeah. you have somebody, like, you have people around. You have a good family, probably. Yeah, my parents are divorced, but it was a really am, uh, amicable divorce. And yeah. um, I'm really close with both my parents. My dad's remarried. My stepmom's fantastic. And she has kids that are great, too. So I have a pretty yeah, good Yeah, you're secure. Life. You're secure. Yeah. You don't need a lot of... Uh, so you're just... Yeah, so I think that Kat, your relationship with Kat is going to... Uh, <gasps> I'm more interested. Do you oh. want to bet if it's a call for us? Or, like, should we answer it? What do you think? We have insurance. It didn't ring again. Oh, okay. Does that mean it's gone? They changed their mind. They changed oh, their mind. We'll let it go. Okay. Or may, may if you're a real person, no, I don't just have call the phone on. I'm a real person. <laughs> oh, real person! Yeah. Oh wow, who is this real person? Doctor Lisa is your favorite baker. <gasps> oh my God, it's the character. Who's this? <laughs> <laughs> so, so there's this guy, Steve. Yes. I keep trying to find you on my uh, on my. Um, do you have you been? PMing me on Instagram, is that it? Uh, not on Instagram. I've, I've sent you a couple of messages. Was that Facebook? I forget. I don't know. I'm can you on... send me a friend request on Facebook? Make it sure, official. I okay. I think, I think I'm equal to that task. I'm not much more Okay, than do that because I've lost. So anyway, folks, ladies, uh, the deal is, is this Steve, right? Yeah. Okay, so we got to I'm going to do this really quick because Steve, we we're talking about like dating and romance with two young women. We can't you can't you can't like we can't outdo that. You and me together. <laughs> we don't we don't have the goods. But uh we want to get you to send some would you send us some uh baked goods and we'll give you Can you mail us some baked goods? I've, I've got a big basket of uh of, of bagel sitting right here oh my god i love bagels okay so so i think we should get you to send us some bagels and then we'll eat them on on the show and and you can call you or we'll work something out so one time uh ladies and 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 listeners uh so one time uh, a few weeks ago uh my uh, guest didn't show up they there was snowing out and uh i said come on so i was doing this horrible monologue and i was like somebody call in and uh, randomly, Steve, a baker from Nova Scotia, Canada, 
was on the, called in. Oh my and God, like you're from Nova Scotia? That's my crazy. ancestors are from Nova Scotia. Are you married? Are you married, Steve? <laughs> yes. Oh, okay. Well, too bad. Apparently, <laughs> <laughs> she's going to me up. I have this gorgeous six-foot-one uh, female right here. But <laughs> God, I'm six-foot-one. Imagine. Yeah, you but, guys uh, would be I... great together. Don't you want to, like, dip... Ditch your entire life and move to New York. Yeah, come here with out somebody here. with somebody that's really ambivalent about having a long term relationship. <laughs> <laughs> like Just ditch your whole life I, for it. But, but, I, but I've got to go now because I've got a customer. Oh, uh, good. All right. Well, enjoy your. Okay, baby. we'll be in touch. Thanks for the call. Thanks for the. Thanks for the call. <laughs> thanks I'll for calling. Steve. Bye, Steve. That's that my warm great. caller. That's great. Nova Scotia. I love yeah. that you reached all the way out to Nova Scotia. That's I don't great. know. Yeah, it's pretty. It's pretty. So anyway, uh, yes. So I think that Lauren, you're like, I think that cat's good training material mm. for you to have like, a long term relation. Mm-hmm. And I also think that uh, you're good for cat because cat, perhaps, I don't know, maybe you could be too dependent on your husband. Or not no. to de- or not dependent. I don't even mean dependent. I mean to exclude. Li- you know, you're happy with one person, maybe, and mm-hmm. you you wouldn't have a big enough life if you. Lauren makes your life bigger than it yeah. might be otherwise, she right? Am I right? Of, yeah, she gets me out of the house, takes right? Me out of town, <laughs> right? I work in nightlife, so I try to bring her out when I can. Yeah. So, in other words, it gets you out of the house in the relationship with your husband, and you get to expand and grow as a young person. And this mm-hmm. is why I think it's tough when young people get married because you can miss out on, um, you know, being married. You know, you can miss out. There are things like, I, as me being married, I've got my friends who aren't married, and they're out doing. They're going to every party in Miami Art Basel, and I'm in my room eating my dinner from uh, CVS Pharmacy. <laughs> so what do you want? That sounds like me too, though. CVS to go. I got yeah, soup the at front CVS there. Yesterday. Yeah, I go and get no, the food right there. Right so I think you guys are. I think you guys are gonna gonna be a good. I think you guys are probably. Good. So we got five minutes left. There's got to be. Let's talk about the bat. Let's let's go dark. So there's got to be mm. some things that you guys are working out or need to improve on, right, or something, right? It's not yeah, all yeah. as our not, relationship. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes. Well, what, yeah. What, let's yeah. let's let's say where what what as far as like the direction of the space or something like that. Where 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 do you where where would you butt heads or where do you where have you compromised? Oh. I mean, that is tough because a lot, I mean, we both have a very strong vision and sometimes um, that, that those two visions are in conflict. And then you start getting those thoughts of like, well, maybe I could just do this by myself, you know, that kind of thing mm-hmm. where you're like, I'm not getting my way. But then you start, the more you, ha- the important thing is to always open communications. If you keep things, if you keep things to yourself, um, you're just going to end up resentful of another person and then you are going to divorce oh. and move on see cat mm-hmm. learned that from being married i think yeah i agree. did you did you learn that from being married uh no i just am really smart <laughs> <laughs> um <laughs> she knows how to make a marriage work that's true she does yeah well I no mean, but i agree with that i think that we've definitely had to compromise and i agree that we've definitely had our moments where we both talk about you know, dreamer status where we see things going and there's points when we sort of diverge. But I think ultimately, like at the core, we want the same things for the, for Paradise Palace mm-hmm. and we want it to be wanted to really grow. And I think that's OK that there's different things that 
partners would want in a business. I mean, I think that depending on how big it grows, there could be parts that, you know, Kat can really handle and there's parts that mm-hmm. I could really yeah, handle. Which and, we've identified like, what is your area? And this is strengths. Mine. What are yeah. your strengths or where, where, where do you, strengths? Or is there ways that you, one person more organized or one person more? I think we're just organized in different ways. Kat and I I keep notes and and keep track of things very differently. Mm -hmm. So I think that's been a thing, too, that we've tried to have. We've had to learn how to uh, compromise and and recognize with each other to say, okay, this is how I work. This is how you work. Let's just make sure that we're covering Covering both bases. And also giving assigning out. Um, the work based on what we're both interested in. Like Lauren is interested in social media and marketing and product and like art writing. And Mm -hmm. I'm interested in programs Mm -hmm. and um, overall strategy. Mm -hmm. And I actually like doing the finance part of it. So we just kind of, (laughs) so Mm -hmm. we, yeah. Mm -hmm. So we like know how to dole out the work properly. We figured that out. But I mean, I think having another person definitely like slows everything down because there's so much back and forth. But I think that's ultimately good because I think if I was by myself, and I just thought up something and I was just going to go for it. You aren't getting that that back and forth and the really feedback. like, yeah, getting the feedback to really um, make sure that what you're about to do is going to be good. It's well, a good idea. I think it, you know, I think it's it's only uh, you get exponentially growth from having two people. Two people equals like five people as opposed to one person by themselves. Yeah. I'm sure you're both a lot more productive. I also have to say as an outsider looking in, I've seen a lot of teams, you know, I used to work in advertising and you work in creative teams and uh, I've seen all sorts of teams everywhere. And I, when I see you guys together, I couldn't tell who does what. And it doesn't seem like, like it seemed w- seamless. Well, it doesn't seem like there's one person dominating in any way or one person smarter in any way or one yeah. person's working harder in any way. It seems like a, it seems like a, a seamless unit. It does. Yeah, I mean, I think so. I think that's important. Yeah. Thank you. I think that yeah. we've really grown to respect each other a lot and and respect each other's abilities. And so I think that we have learned how to mm-hmm. create that synergy and, and yeah, have yeah. things be as seamless as possible. You guys so. are, are both ambitious and you're helping each other realize your ambitions together, yeah. which is really great. Yeah. So we only have a minute and a half left. Do uh, t- Tell us really, really quick uh, about the project. You you have some open, open call. call. Tell us really quickly because I got to wrap this so, up. So um, we're going to be taking our own like programs and exhibitions um, outside of our space this year. So we're opening up our space to an open call for submissions. So proposals for pop-up exhibitions, programs, events. Um, it's totally free because our space is a pretty much a free space. It's part of uh, my apartment. Um, so if you want to go to paradisepalace.com slash gallery proposals, you can find all the details about how to apply there. It's a rolling submission basis. And uh, yeah, we look forward to seeing what you guys submit. And we have a new program launching at Bazaar. The next one's January 13th. This is Sunday. Artist Curated Cinema. With Natalie Baxter. Awesome. See that? I got you guys some opportunities now. I give a shit. I'm I'm fixing you up with your big art, your next big art move, guys. So anyway, yeah. And a tall, tall, gorgeous, smart... uh, gal, whatever you call her, bird of paradise. So anyway, um, thanks a lot for listening. I want to remind you guys stick around because right after this we've got Lost and Rewound with Elon Danziger, and then after that we've got uh the best local bands with Rob Pritchard, Bro- Brooklyn Bandstand, 
And then Ben talks, and that's one of our, I love Ben. He's a, it's a great. Dr. Lisa gives a shit. Dr. Lisa gives a shit. Dr. Lisa gives a shit. 